Hi, and welcome to Enchantment, a Dragon Age Let's Play podcast. I'm Manny. And I'm Brandon. And this is episode 24 of Here We Go Again. 24, I don't know. It's a it's a show. <laughs> it's a TV show. 24. It, it's only 24 minutes long. It's... <laughs> <laughs> We better get going because <laughs> <laughs> because we have a lot of ground to cover. So if this was if this was the show twenty four, like it, the show twenty four, I think takes place like chronologically in twenty four. Like I think the time actually matches what's. Happening I was gonna say that, but I've never actually seen it. I've never seen it, so either. So is it the case that like like what do they not eat? Do they not use the bathroom or is it that they the characters eat and use the bathroom in a staggered rotation so that there's always someone to watch? I don't know. <laughs> because that I doesn't know. make sense to me. Well well it's a, it's a crime show so there's no time for shitting and eating because it's, it's dangerous out there. They're drug dealers. If, if this podcast was 24, mm-hmm. imagine all of this shit happening in a single day. Oh my god. <laughs> A world, I, I feel a whirlwind of emotions. I think Talia would just die from, if, if not from physical trauma, from emotional trauma. Exactly. Like, my heart just can't take all of this. <laughs> uh, Brandon, yeah. what happened last week? A lot happened. Last week was the end of a friendship. <laughs> yes. No, I'm not going to count it as a friendship because after I learned that the... Uh, what the hell's his name? The Arashok? Yeah. He did not respect me at the slightest. He only had a mild respect. He didn't fully respect me. So I'm not calling it a friendship. I'm calling it a frenemy. Oh, like, see. He, oh, in my mind, like, I was talking about Isabella. Oh, oh. Yeah, well, that, that really wasn't much of a friendship. She was an acquaintance. <laughs> I mean, she, in my mind, I thought she was a friend. But apparently, if she has enough friendship, she comes back for you. But she didn't. No, she didn't care about us. We were. She also thought of us as an acquaintance. Yeah, she was like, "I'm not gonna risk my life for an acquaintance." And then exactly. the air shock is like, "I'm not gonna respect an acquaintance." <laughs> we were just an acquaintance <laughs> to everyone, whereas we thought we were friends, and we, we were thought, just blindsided. It's like, it's like I thought we were best friends. Air shock's like, "I don't even respect you. You have to kill my guard before I respect you." Mm-hmm. And then we exactly. Did. And then he lost his guard. And where did that get him? Yeah. Dead. So- Dead. So we killed the air shock. We killed basically almost every last Kunari <laughs> in this fucking town. I, I swear, I swear, Brandon. The, well, first of all, this is you know what this reminds me of. What this is like trying when you take away a species from uh, part of nature, it, everything's gonna be unbalanced without oh, it's the like, Kunari. It's like Avatar. It's like Avatar. Have there's it's... no balance after they killed the air nomads. Exactly. Except the Air Nomads were pacifists and the Kunari were starting a rebellion. But anyway. It's fine. It's fine. Point is, yeah. This and, is- and to be clear, uh, uh, Avatar as in Last Airbender, not Blue People. No, oh, yes. Last Airbender. No, they did not kill Airbenders in the Avatar in by the James Avatar. I don't know. That movie was three hours long. Although I they did, they did kill a lot of innocent tribesfolk. Uh, the innocent Navi. Navi, yeah, and they blew yes. up their tree, and then years later they uh, allow humans to come over as a theme park, <laughs> as a theme as, park. As you Brandon- know, they should they should close the border between uh, between Pandora and Disney World with what's going on. Oh with my this god! Pandemic. Brandon, they need to keep he- that shit out of uh, 
Pandora. Side note, Brandon sent me a full-on rant last time he went to Disney World, and he was in Pandora, (gasps) saying... (laughs) You're right. I went on a whole rant about how we're going to bring our diseases to Pandora. Exactly. You and we're going to so disrupt angry. our ecosystem because of all the insects and all the like people. I, I told you I wanted you to tell the, peop- the the human in the mech and be like, you lying white devil. <laughs> 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 this is no peace. You freaking took over. It's true. Uh, speaking of, uh, we need to get into this episode because, oh, oh boy. Yeah. Because, yeah, you'll see, we have a new villain. I feel like we almost don't even need to draw any parallels because the game just is the par- it is It is just one and the same with, with real what's life. Go- with real life. Like, it's so weird that we are releasing these episodes at this point in time. How this this situation kind of mirrors what's going on. Although, I mean, if you think about it, like... It's been going on for a while. Uh, when we say it, we're talking about civil rights movements, I guess, as a yes. whole. But, yeah. um, yeah, this this part of the game is going to be very reminiscent of real-life civil rights movements, Black Lives... Maybe not Black Lives Matter, because there there are differences. Yeah. Um, in some ways, it, I guess. It, like, we'll talk about I would, that. I would say, like, the overall feeling of the situation feels similar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Not, it's not like a, like a you know exactly what's going on but like the overall tone right feels the same way yeah the whole like the political aspects yes. are very similar um but what's uh yeah we're gonna get into that uh yeah <laughs> anyway and, and and like real life meredith is wrong <laughs> <laughs> who's meredith in real life meredith is real. you you people think about who meredith in real life is think about the meredith in your life the Meredith in my life is wrong. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. We're, we're not yeah. even there yet. Uh, we open up today. Uh, we basically, like, we just killed the Aeroshock. Meredith has named us the champion of Kirkwall, because I guess that's within her power. Yeah. <laughs> and Which is already uh, a, a bad omen. <laughs> the fact that she's taking it upon herself to name who the champion is after the Viscount's head is still on the ground. So, so first we uh, we just finished killing the Aeroshock, and then the people are cheering, and then it does like the wipe over of it fades to black, and suddenly you're in the interrogation because you never have you never just have a cut to the interrogation. It's always mm-hmm. like leads in from the scene. Yeah, it's always like this really like strange shot, like this like <laughs> nice little blend in. Yeah. So even though like to us it's an entirely new episode within the game, we literally just finished killing the Aeroshock. You seem confused, Seeker. It just seems so unbelievable. I would have assumed the stories were exaggerated. If I didn't know better, I'd say you've developed a case of hero worship. Hey. Why? Because I have respect for a woman who built herself from nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're telling the truth, what happened at the gallows may be far different than we assume. I need to hear it. Let's say I tell you. Then what? Is the Chantry out for revenge? Is that what this is all about? Yes. No, it's not that. Then what about me? If what I tell you isn't what you want to hear, will you still let me go? I will let you go. Well, now we're talking. So yeah, uh, this is our lead-in to the next third of the game. And at this point, like... 
we know that there's there's no more after this. But uh, theoretically, if you think about it, like the game could have had two halves. Like, like uh, for all you know, that could have been like, oh, there's one time skip, and now there's another. Like it, it fits well in the three act structure. Uh huh. Uh even though Act Two felt like the natural conclusion, because I felt like the whole thing with the Kunari felt like the main kind of situation. I feel like it was big enough to be a main conclusion. Like, yeah, like that. Like, oh, this is clearly the ending. Knowing but, what will happen at the end of the game, that is definitely a much larger event. <laughs> yes, yes, but in the moment, like. For all you know, it could be the climax of the game. Exactly. So it's like, oh, this is just like the falling action. But, well, I would say each ending Uh to each act kind of of sets up the next, like, situation. I would say not necessarily the end of Act 1, but the end of Act 2 definitely builds up what the next possible fucking issue is gonna be the next yeah so what happens next is varic gives another like narration with like the paper like story looking uh animation over his voice and he'll Mm -hmm. kind of explain what's going on and then i guess we can talk all about oh oh god all about that well champion of kirkwall that was the reward (laughs) a fine title yay every noble at the keep owed the champion their lives she wasn't just a hero. She was now the most important person in the city. <gasps> yeah. Except for Knight Commander Meredith, of course. With the Viscount dead, God damn it, she Meredith. stepped in to keep order. <laughs> Things quickly got out of hand. Uh-oh. The more she squeezed the mages, the more they resisted. The more they resisted, the tighter she squeezed. Oh, no. After three years of that, it all came crashing down. Oh no! Another three years. So three years have passed, and like you said, this what just happened definitely leads into um, <laughs> the next storyline. Because uh, it's because the Viscount is dead that there's like no leadership in Kirkwall. And that gives Meredith the opportunity to step up and constrain the people of Kirkwall and especially the mages even so, harder than before. And it was already a prison. So now it's like we're in a, we're in a military state. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it is far worse than what we've, that, that we've dealt with. You know, it just makes me miss the Viscount, even though he was completely stupid. <laughs> it, like, this is worse. Despite being ineffective, at least we had someone in power that wasn't like a tyrant. Yes. Um, so yeah, uh, Meredith's basically stepping up. She's uh, laying down an iron fist on Kirkwall. Um, and we're just left to be like, oh boy, uh, it's a loading screen. We've just heard all of that. And who knows what's going to happen. So we did one year, three years, three years. This is like seven this years. Year, like Seven of us being here. Yeah, I guess so. Year seven! Woo! Give it up for year seven! It's like Harry Potter. Once the loading screen is done, we see a scene. We're in Hightown, I believe in front of Viscount's Keep. It looks like that. Yeah. And you know what? Even though the city is in shambles, beautiful sunny day. It's a very nice sunny day. You know what? <laughs> Everyone, even though the world is shitty, 
Embrace the beauty of nature. <laughs> Look outside. The sun is still out there and it'll still be there after you're dead. Until which, another billion years. Which it, is hopefully not, not. Not soon. soon. Um, but yeah, so Orsino is like, Orsino being the uh, the first enchanter of the circle, is in front of Viscount's Keep and he's talking to a crowd and basically trying to like uh, rally support for his cause. I know you fear us. Meredith uses that fear to take control of your city. She opposes every effort to replace Viscount Dumar. And you have seen the chaos of her reign. Yeah. Will you allow it? No. No. At which point Meredith walks in, who is of course the knight uh, commander, and it's like, all right, we we just entered this time period. And already we're seeing the two, like, main people clashing against each other, meeting in front of a crowd to yell at and, each other. And and Meredith, honestly, feels like the villain that is perfect for Talia. I, I, <laughs> I like, she's, she's also a strong woman. Yeah. But she is very unempathetic. Oh, yeah. And very just tyrannical. Which we'll I feel see like, with uh, with how she handles this. Yeah. Return to your home. Ah! This farce is over. Uh-oh. Wait! Perhaps there are some who might disagree with you, Knight Commander. Oh, hey! Orsino and Meredith, they, they fight back and forth a little bit. And then Talia walks in through the crowd. <laughs> and now she's <laughs> part of this. Which I I wonder if she did this on purpose or she was just walking, taking a stroll and be like, fuck. She's like, I was at home enjoying a nice bath. And then I I heard all this yelling and fighting. What is happening? I am the champion. I deserve a nice champion's afternoon. (laughs) A nice champion's (laughs) afternoon. (laughs) I like a good debate. (laughs) Sounds like you two have the little argument. She probably feels really high and mighty right now. Yeah. <laughs> My only interest here is in keeping order and protecting the innocent. The people of this city need to know what is really happening. And then what? They tear down the gallows with pitchforks and torches? That would be better? It cannot be worse. Your refusal to listen to reason leaves me no choice. Your measures have become more extreme over the last three years. And you could do better? How well did you guard your own mother? Whoa! How did she not die at a blood mage's hands? How dare you? How dare you? Leave my mother out of this. Cold corpses speak louder than abstract freedoms, do they not? When will you stop seeing evil in every corner? When it's no longer there. Oh my god. Will the Templars rule Kirkwall forever? We will not stand idle while the city burns around us. Meredith needs to step down or let the city decide. I will not say idle. No, we should probably say let the city decide. Because we can't say Meredith needs to step She's just going to be like, no, I don't. Let the city decide. If Kirkwall wants Meredith to step down, they'll tell her to. Are you mad? They fear her. Everyone fears her. I want to agree with him. I mean, I agree with him, but I don't think he's right about everything. But no, it's not like neither of them is right. Because she's definitely wrong. Sorry to break it to you, Meredith. But I think you're wrong. Face the truth, Knight Commander. You are done. 
That is for me to decide. No one else. Oh boy. There's a lot of meat here. <laughs> yeah, it, this kind of just paints the whole situation. Oh yeah, that we're currently in. Uh, we have Meredith, who is a completely tyrannical ruler, mm -hmm. who it just hates mages. I'm just shocked, like she hasn't even just tried to kill them all and round them up at this point. No, um, <laughs> I guess because she you knows she has to maintain her image. Yeah, but... she can't just be killing people explicitly. She has to. She has to show that. Oh, this is for. Like, safety so basically like okay like in the mind of a fucking psychopath like if she were to just first thing to do is kill all the mages then no one would be on her side there would be an uprising of the regular people and then you know she would lose her power and get killed and beheaded <laughs> right um but you if, have to frame it as you have to as frame keeping it as something peace. good exactly yes. as a that's the mind of a dictator and that's what she is <laughs> She needs to frame it in a way that, oh, the mages are a big problem. We have to get rid of them. See how, look at the dangers they face. Right. Instead of her just outlying, just like start killing them. Right. And here's like, there is the frame of mind where the circle is a force of good in which like the Ferelden circle, even though the Ferelden circle isn't perfect, but you know, like in the world where a circle is a school, you know? Yes. Where, it's like, where oh, it's well, just like you Hogwarts. Need yeah, it's like, oh, well, you need to learn how to control your mage powers and, and learn all these things. And then once you have, then you can be free or, or whatever, even though they and, still live in the circle. And you have mages in, like, positions of power and, in, in, like, I guess in a way. Like, you have Wynn, who's respected. Yeah, but th see, they're p in positions of power within the circle, though. Yes, true. So it still is confined and there's still improvements. But point is, like, in the world where it's a school, it's better like, and you can see, like, oh, well, this is just, like, a necessary way yeah. to get these people in control of their powers. But in Kirkwall, it's a prison. And it's, it's just, like, you're treating these mages like criminals for the for the purpose of, of or How for the point of being a mage. Like, they're, like they're born with these powers. They can't freaking control them. It's best to have them teach them how to control them. Right. Instead of downright punishing them for something they cannot con like they had no control over yeah that they and it's have. not like it's not helping the mages in any way by locking them up you're just saying like well it's for the good of society but it'd be even better for society if even the mages could be free so because long as you give use... them like what they need to to like be in control of who you they could are use their their talents for many <laughs> yes. a ways like but uh like Meryl wouldn't be into demons. Well, maybe she would, but <laughs> yeah, like that. Like I want to appreciate the political intrigue of it all. Of like both sides are right in a way, and both sides are like if you're just looking at like Chantry versus like mages or something. Both sides are right in a way, but because what you're looking at is mages versus like people, like military state. <laughs> yes, like well, that like kind of eliminates the both sides are right thing because one of the sides has become so far extreme that, like, they can't be right by default, you know? Like, one side is literally calling for the eradication of a of a people. Yeah, they're, they're like, they all need to be locked up or, you yeah. know, by, by pro but just for the purpose of, like, speaking up against the tyranny needs to be made uh -huh. an example of. Uh-huh. It's like, this is totally beyond just, like, making sure mages aren't a danger. Yeah, like, if... She was saying like, hey, the circle, we're, we're going to help them. We're going to teach them how to control their power just so that, you know, we don't have mages 
on the streets fucking killing people using blood <laughs> magic or or then not be like, being able to control it because remember what happened yeah. with connor in origins yes like he wasn't able to control his powers and that's bad mm-hmm. So you teach yeah. them how to control the powers, and that's helpful to... for the mages themselves. Exactly. They get to live. They get to control their powers. And, and you know, it's better for society. This woman, just instead of controlling powers, she she doesn't want to fix the problem at the root. She wants no. to put a Band-Aid over it. She just because wants there's to like... already problems with the circle. Like, yes. even as it is, without it being a prison, there's still problems with it. But she sees the problems in that it's not strict enough. <laughs> yes, she she literally wants to kill them. She either wants to kill them or imprison them. She wants to kill them. Not even just in prison. If she's they were up to her, them. they would not be around. It would just yeah. be like, we we are just normal folk. This is unholy, these mages. But yeah, uh, so that's basically the meat of like this whole conversation. It's really bad. She brings up Talia's mother. Okay. <laughs> Here's the fucking thing. I should have retorted back. I was like, oh, really? Really, it's my fault I couldn't protect my mother. It's the goddamn guard's fault for not investigating well enough. You could point fingers at all sorts of things. Exactly. Like, it's not my fault my mom's dead. I didn't know my mom was getting flowers from a freaking psychopath. And it's not even Magic's fault. Yeah, and also, you knew there was a psychopath out there. Why? She sent him a letter apologizing that they dare accuse him. Don't you think it, there's a problem with the system there? Exactly. If this person is a serial killer and and the the Templars are sending him apologetic love letters. <laughs> also, also, the fact that she like that she's like saying shit like that to me already shows the kind of person she is. <laughs> yeah, she, very like, petty. Very petty. <laughs> like, oh, I can't criticize you uh, because so my gonna, mom's like, dead. Because my mom's dead. Fuck you, man. <laughs> I would have, I, I, I would have, if I had the power, Brandon, to step into a video game, I would have sliced Meredith's throat at this point. Oh, God. But, uh, but the Grand Cleric intervenes. She walks in through the crowd, because now really every important character that's alive is at this crowd. <laughs> and she tries to, like, calm the tensions down. Oh, good. Hello, Grand Cleric. This mage incites rebellion, Your Grace. I am dealing with the matter. Would you show the first enchanter back to the circle? Gently, if you please. Your Grace. He should be clapped in irons. Made an example of- Jesus. That's enough, Meredith. This demeans us all. Surely you can see that. Go back to the gallows and calm down. Oh! Oh, shit! I'm just saying right now, I need to see a photo of how the Grand Cleric looked prior to this. Okay. Because she looks done. I think She's just... I think she looks the same as she did. No, to me, she looks so tired. Like, she's <laughs> like I feel like with these last, what, seven years? Yeah, uh, she is, yeah since the beginning, it's been seven. Yeah, since the beginning, she is just so exhausted of all this shit <laughs> three years ago we had the uh, the kunari basically wiped out yeah of kirkwall oh gosh uh sister patrice was also killed and she was just like just tell if i count <laughs> <laughs> and now this shit's going on and i just feel she's like i'm tired <laughs> this why am i here yeah 
And I feel like she, um, she like, she's obviously on the side of the Chantry and the fact that she's the Grand Cleric. Um, but she's very much just like, she's not trying to enact change. She's just trying to like, basically like keep everything as it is. So long as you don't fight with each other, you know yes. what I mean? It's like, Which... we, we want her to be doing more, but at mm-hmm. least she's not allowing Meredith to just like arrest people willy nilly. Yeah, she's, she's not allowing Meredith to just go fucking crazy. It reminds me of a hunchback of Notre Dame. Okay. Meredith is Frollo. Yes. And uh, the Grand Cleric is the deacon at Notre Dame who will not allow (laughs) Frollo to just start fucking murdering gypsies left and right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I could see that. And then, like, like, I feel like Meredith is probably just so pissed off at the Grand Cleric. She's like, I just want to She is. She was like, he needs to be arrested. And, And And the Grand Cleric tells her to go home like a good girl. He's like, go home. Jesus will speak with you. The maker will speak. Talk to the maker and get back to me. Exactly. And this is why I think Patrice should be alive. Because she would fit in so well oh on Meredith's God. side. Honestly, I feel like, as I told you, like how it should have gone down. Uh-huh. Patrice should have killed the Grand Cleric. And <laughs> oh, framed God. it on the Kunari. The Grand Cleric? No, because she's... She's a zealot on behalf of the Grand Cleric, though. Oh, true. Like, she's but, like she supports the Grand Cleric. She's just more extreme than the Grand Cleric. But I feel like how it should have went, like, she should have eventually been, like, the Grand Cleric's not tough enough. Like, she should have been, like... Like, though, maybe Meredith. at some point in this part. Yes. Like, in this if, part. She, if she were still alive, not back if, in that. Yeah, if she were still alive okay. during this part, she should have killed the Grand Cleric. Like, Grand somewhere, Cleric. somewhere by the end yeah. of this. Uh, blamed it on us. <laughs> And then be like, look what the ch- the so-called champion did to the Grand Cleric. Because that's what P- Patrice loves to do. She loves to kill people and blame it on others. Exactly. And it would have been so delicious. It, it would have been, been a nice wrapping of her story. Yeah, and exactly. Like, I think that because, I mean, maybe it's just us. Like, I don't know if other people love Patrice as much as we do. But I think if Patrice was in this last act... I think it would have added a little bit of levity to this very serious storyline. Yes, because she's like, oh, well, at least they have a hammy villain. (laughs) Because it would have been so... Because, like, Meredith is too uncomfortable to like because she's very realistic. Patrice is just, like, your mustache-twirling villain. Yeah, she's, like, your... uh, Yeah, exactly. She's... She's the like poison ivy, like very cartoonishly evil. I I used to be like poison ivy from Batman Rob, the live action Batman Robin movie. Some kind of like just poison ivy in in all mediums of just like she's a formidable villain, but she's also like inherently hammy because she's always in this like caricature of herself. And she's like, oh. Yeah, exactly. Like, 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 I have to show Brandon like the intro to Poison Ivy in the live action Batman movie because okay, I, I feel, it. I feel like that as a villain that would be your entrance. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but anyway, um, so Meredith leaves once the Grand Cleric tells her to, and then we have the opportunity to have like one last plea to the Grand Cleric before we leave the situation. Can't you do something? Yeah. You're the Grand Cleric. Aren't you in charge of the Templars and Circle? Oh my. You have quite the estimation of my abilities. Gentle people of Kirkwall, 
Return to your homes, I implore you. This will not be solved today. Bye. Oh my god, you know who we didn't save? Who did we not save? Mommy? Isabella. You fuck her. That bitch could go die Elsa's parent style. She left us. So she deserves to be punished. Oh, I passed 10,000. Oh, we got another specialization point. Goo. Should we use it on Shadow or Duelist? <sighs> Duelist. And that's it. That's our intro to this era. And now we're just left stewing in it. <laughs> we're, we're, we're just, we're in this broken world. It just, it, it, honestly, I don't know what feel, I feel like this is more tense than oh, yeah. the whole uh, uh, Kunari situation. Because even though the Kunari situation, it felt like it was like it was going to pop at any moment. And it mm -hmm. did. Mm -hmm. um, this from the get-go feels something is going to happen. Yeah. Something bad is going to happen because we have Orsino talking to the crowd, riling them up. Meredith is outwardly just fucking being tyrannical. And the Grand Cleric is just trying to hold it together. But you could tell that she doesn't have as much power to hold it together for that much longer. Yeah. And also, like, with the Kunari stuff, that's sort of an insular, like, Kirkwall issue. Uh -huh. Whereas this is like, this is a world issue. Yes. And Kirkwall is like the center of it all, you know? Like, like whatever happens in Kirkwall will ripple effect. What I would imagine would ripple effect throughout the rest of the world. Right. Because this is an issue faced everywhere. It just so happens that Kirkwall is the one with the Knight Commander that's being super tyrannical. I mean, and, are you... F and it's gonna like pop. Like, wouldn't you think, like, who would be shocked, really, that Kirkwall would have the one that has the fucking tyrannical fucking ruler? I this mean, even, wh like even when Kirkwall, yeah, even when Kirkwall was normal, uh, the circle was worse than in Ferelden and everywhere exactly. else. Exactly. I mean, but, I don't know how it is in Orlais or Tevinter. I don't know. I assume fancy in Orlais. I feel like like they have balls. And Tevinter, I don't even know if they have a circle. Well, I think they do have a But like, Tevinter is just like, they're ruled by the mages. So, I mean, mm. it's just the government. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's their government. But uh, yeah, in the beginning of act two, it was like, oh my God, it's been three years. Let's talk to our friends. And, and now it's <laughs> like, it's been three years. I'm, what do we do? What are we going to fucking do? Um, but we, we basically like, all right, we're, we're in Hightown. We're going to explore Hightown, see what's up around. And we do find someone named Nuncio, who gives us a, a pretty interesting mission. Hello, Nuncio. Nuncio. Ah, the champion of Kirkwall. Your reputation precedes you. Thank you. Forgive me. I should introduce myself properly. My name is Nuncio Caldera. Oh, Nuncio. I'm a noble from the beautiful country of Antiva. That's quite a name. Hiding among the Dalish is an elven assassin I've been chasing for months. Is her name Meryl? Manipulator. To ensure his survival. Wait. 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 Is this Dalish assassin our friend? Who? Mr. Uh, what's his face that we fucked last time? Uh, God, that Sivan fucked. His name is escaping me again. You can't remember Zevran's name? Zevran! That, that, that's not just some random guy you fucked. You, you, didn't, you really forgot Zevran's name. For a second, I forgot his name. Oh my God. This elf is very dangerous, and he must be brought in before he kills again. 
I would like to say. Yeah. I keep forgetting Zevran's name. <laughs> like, back, back in that day, I keep forgetting what his fucking name was every uh-huh. fucking time. However, there is now another way how I remember it. Okay. Uh, so, there is a porn star with the last name Zevran. <laughs> and I found this out when Zevran was, like, in my mind most Because, like, when we were playing Dragon Age Origins stuff, like, oh, Zevran. I was like, there's a porn star with the na- last name Zevran. <laughs> I wonder if he's a Dragon Age fan. Because, <laughs> um, like, I found him because I was researching another person that I regu- regularly watch. And I was like, who the hell is this person? Why does he have Zevran as a last name? Oh, my God. Is he good? Uh, yes. Fantastic. Okay. Fantastic. Everyone look up this, <laughs> this His name. Star. I think his name is Sean Zevran. Well, no. Okay, no. Pause. Everyone who's over 18... Yes, research search porn star. Uh, well, and, and also if you're if you're a homosexual, you will probably enjoy. Yeah, more. that's less of a legal thing and just more of an interest, like a preference. But you, you know what? You should be eighteen over if you're listening to this anyway. This is a rated M game. First of all, yeah. Second of all, rated- this has the explicit tags, and we we say naughty words. Yeah. So if you're sixteen or seventeen and younger. I'm gonna call your parents. <laughs> come, come back when you're older. Exactly. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So we get this mission. It clearly has to do with Zevran. I mean, they describe an elven assassin from Antiva mm-hmm. who is a master manipulator. I mean, if he can manipulate Stevan into loving him, he can manipulate anyone. Yeah. Also, <laughs> side note: for some reason, Antiva keeps popping up in my head at why? random points in the day. I do not know why. What like, does it have to do with anything? No, well, you mentioned Antiva. And I was like, I don't know why. Like, whenever I no, do, like... Well, no, but I mean, with your day. <laughs> like, oh, with my day? Well, up? you know that I do, like, weird voices in the car. Okay. So do you do, <laughs> and, like, Antivan accents? No, I do, like, a very, like, like an evil character. Like, a very, like, hello. And I go, Antivan. <laughs> <laughs> so they hate Antiva. They, they hate Antiva, yes. <laughs> Oh my god! I just like I just like the the name Antiva. It's it's, it's just, a good name. It's a good name. Antiva. Um. So yeah, uh, we get this mission, and then we just continue to explore High Town, talk to people for side quests, all that sort of stuff. I'm just gonna talk to all these side quest people. Side quest people. Everybody. And we can go to Hawk's Estate to see what's up. What's new? Is it Talia's like own? Do we got a fridge? Oh, that'd be nice. I forgot we owned half the mine. The god came back from the boon pit, half wrecked, with a dozen mangled bodies. All right, mine massacre. Let's see what people are buying. The horses that people are, people are selling. What are you selling? <sighs> Let's sell all of this stuff we are not using. Not using. We are not using all of this stuff. We are not using any of these daggers because our friend Isabella didn't like us enough to decide to mosey on back in our time of need. So she left us to die against the Kunari just to save her hide. She's not coming back. No, she's not coming back. Isabella sucks. Look, I got these gloves. Look, I got these gloves. So that's good, right? You'd be like Carol. Except there's no lesbian lovers. No one's returning these gloves. Especially not 
Isabella. Let's see. Ooh, what do you got here, my friend? I don't want that. I don't want any of this garbage. Oh my god. Italians <laughs> has become really, like, Angry. pompous. I don't want your garbage. I don't want your garbage. You sell nothing of worth. Oh. What is this? Do you think this is fit for a champion? <laughs> uh, should we get a haircut before going home? Yes, get a haircut because I've had enough of this hair, honey. Yeah, I'm excited for this, for the return of Talia's original hair. It's a makeover. It's a makey makeover. It's a makey lakey winky kinky winky makeover. And as part of our shopping spree, we've had we've had it decided since Act Two that we wanted to cut our hair soon again. Yes. And now is the perfect opportunity because it's a new era. Yes. And we, <laughs> and Talia's been through so much. Yeah, I feel like Talia... Well, who has the same haircut for years and years and years? You change... Well, I kind of had, but, you know... I mean, you've, you've had it for, the, like, the, what, the last couple of years that I've known you. You've literally looked the same. <laughs> While I've had, like, 12 different ha- hairstyles. <laughs> So Talia's more like Manny in that way. Yes, where I have to change my hair because it's a different time in twenty twenty one. Or you've gone some, or you've gone through something traumatic. Like when when I whenever I shave my hair completely, I know I'm going through some rough shit, and I have to like deal with it. It's like it's like I'm going through a depression. I Manny's hair is like my... a mood ring. It is a mood ring. Yeah, mood it's fli- hair. If it's flipped up mm-hmm. and styled, I'm in like the best por- like portion of my life. Okay. He says as his hair is down. Well, my hair is down because it's hot. And also, <laughs> I did just shave the back of it, just the uh-huh. sides. Um, but yeah, we go back to the Black Emporium, which if you, if you remember, it's just like a wet, dank cave. <laughs> with the guy sitting in the middle being like, ah, Welcome to the Black... Is there... There's a little boy in there, right? Oh, wait, I think you're... I think there is an urchin boy There's in an there. urchin boy in there! <laughs> Oh the urchin boy. The urchin boy. <laughs> I just keep loving just thinking of like the villains going like, if it isn't the urchin boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, we ignore all of that. We just go straight to the mirror where you can cut your hair and we start looking. All right. Back. Let's get your hair back in Let's get your hair, dude. What was it like again? Yeah, there we go. Should we do a, a new one, though? For, like... God, no. No. Should we do Bethany hair? No! <laughs> God, it's so of my sister. Oh, my God. Not short. Ooh. I did like that other one. But I don't um, like it. No. No. Should we just do the original? Oh, gee. T- I just... I like the idea of having a different one per era. So, you know what? Let's... What was it, the one with the ponytail that we liked, that I liked at least? Yeah, it's definitely a new style for her. Mm-hmm. I could see her, like, now that she's more refined, she puts it up in a bun. Yeah. All right. Talia V3, still as badass, just a little more pained by the world. And Talia's new look is complete. She has a bun yeah. now. She has a bun. She has a lovely bun. I think she looks very pretty. She looks just gorgeous. Lo- just looking at the... Just the, like, her hair, her just look right now. She, like, it's it's in a bun, yeah. but she has, like, two strands in front of her face. Yeah, I like it. It's, like, it, it's it's a very stylish bun. Yeah, and, like, she just looks so sophisticated. <laughs> you know what? She, she looks like she's ready to go to work. 
She's ready to do some shit. We did. Okay. So we did try on Bethany's hair. <laughs> oh my and god! And even even narratively said, like I would not have wanted to put that. Even though she's like, "Oh, I miss my sister." No, you don't miss your sister that much. It is so funny though the way it looks. It looks so bad. It, it looks, looks so bad. I just love the idea that she's just like she missed her sister so much that she's changed her hair to look like it to to give her her ugly ass hairstyle. <laughs> oh my god it's oh it's so, so ugly it's so ugly uh, like, but i do like that, her new hair a lot though we did tr- uh test with her old her original hair and you know what playing with her second hairstyle made me forget her original hair yeah her original hair like it is very nice but i kind of prefer the second one more oh i d- i do like the second one i d- i do if i had to choose one i think her first is my favorite like, as I get used to the first, I like it a lot. And then I also do like the second one. And I love them all equally. It's hard for me I to choose. F- I feel like the second one feels more natural. I don't know why. I guess because it's longer. Maybe because it's and- longer and it's just kind of down and it's not like, yeah, like additionally the other styled. Like, yes, yeah, like her original hair is like very styli- stylistic. Yeah. Like, maybe we'll to, like- have to Maybe we'll have to like add pictures of all three. Of all three hairstyles on Twitter, and, and, and then which one do you prefer? <laughs> yes. Um. Uh. But you know what? This also reminds me of before we get into like the further story of the rest of the episode. There's a lot of parallels between this act and the Legend of Korra. Have really? you seen the Legend of Korra? I have. I see. I've seen most of Avatar: The Last Airbender. Okay, like I'm the person who saw the watched the show but not like in a, any particular order. I know what happens oh. at the end. Man, you but need I to never, watch both. I never watched it in like sequential order. You I just need know to watch of the event. And it's it's all going to be on Netflix now. I know, so I have the time. I I can watch them and I have the time. Yeah, I, uh, I highly recommend it. But uh uh at the risk of spoilers, I will tell you how this relates to Korra. Okay. So, in a very obvious one, uh, in the last season of The Legend of Korra, she cuts her hair. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yes. So there's already that parallel. All, um, I, all I know about, well, I know how Legend of Korra ends. I don't know what is happening, but okay. I know the last shot of Legend of Korra. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. But the I have historic. no freaking clue what the hell's going on. I'm just like, oh, wow. <laughs> and it's like, what's happening? <laughs> Um, I will tell, okay, so I'll tell you just sort of the premise of the last season. Uh-huh. At the end of, or like sort of near the end of the third season, the leader of the Earth Kingdom is killed. And in the last season, it involves someone involved with the police taking control of the Earth Kingdom to rebuild it and then assuming control as a tyrant. God damn it. And that character is a parallel to Korra. Uh, like as a, is a foil to Cora in the same way that Meredith is one to Talia. <laughs> this was on Nickelodeon. People. This was on Nickelodeon. <laughs> this was on the same channel as Fanboy and Chum Chum. Well, um, channel is a strong word because Nickelodeon did Cora very dirty, and it aired. I know. Then they play. Then they air like the last season online. They did, and the mm. the second half of the third season. So, mm. channel is a strong word, but it is the same network, at least. It's the same network. Nickelodeon's very different now. And now here they are on Twitter being like, Cora's great. It's like, is it? What did Look you do to it? Look what you've Look, done to it. Cora's amazing. She's our lesbian. 
they they were they were ashamed of good television. That's what they were yeah. doing. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, they love SpongeBob, so that's why. <laughs> if it's not SpongeBob, it's garbage. Yes, but yeah, Talia is a uh, a parallel to uh, Cora in that way. In this mm-hmm. like act, I think. Um, so yeah, she has her haircut, and uh, we make our way back home, and Anders is there, and Meryl. And we have a... Uh, first off, first off, why is she in my house? Meryl's Why our, do we allow um, her? She's in our circle. She's not like... Well, she's not in the circle, but she's in our social circle. And and we just That's deal with her. That's a sad life. <laughs> Maybe she's friends with someone in our party and we have to deal with her through that. Maybe through through Anders. But I don't think Anders likes her. Well, I don't think anyone major. likes her. Maybe Jules... <laughs> Jules likes her. Maybe like Bowden and Sandal like her. Okay, probably. I think I would say that the only people that liked her were Isabella, and now she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so she's just here. Uh, so yeah, she's in our house with Anders. Hi, Anders. Long three years, huh? She's been together for a long time. Make us say, draw the curtains. Do you know what could what? happen if the Night Commander spies catch two apostates talking? What? No. What? Is this in my house? No wonder the demons found you such easy prey. Oh! Oh! Her ignorance will be what draws the Templars down on us. I have a gift for you, I guess. Well, if you're really worried about the Templars, have I got a deal for you? What is it? This key opens the cellars below the house here. You can get in from Darktown if you ever need a quick escape. Oh! It means more than I can say to have had a partner these past three years. It makes me believe we can do anything. Let's do something more fun. You wanna have sex, Manny? Yeah, sure. Meryl's gone now. <laughs> Is this the best you can think to do? Oh, oh shit. And that's sort of that. We just kind of give Anders a key that we didn't even know we had. Like, do, did we know we had this part of the house? <laughs> I, I certainly didn't. I kind of wish we could, you know, go there and see what's down there. And it's also such like a, it's supposed to be a romantic thing. But it's like, I'm going to give you, it's, it's framed as if you're giving like a significant other a key to your house. Yes. But what she's actually doing is giving him a key to access the cellars under the house so he can escape from, like, the military that's after him. <laughs> like, that's not romantic. That's dystopian. That's just like, it's like, here, if you ever need to hide. It's like, this is not romantic. And then this is like, terrifying. thank you. He's like, thank you. It's so nice to have a partner in these trying times. Oh, my God. I, I swear to you. If this were a, a movie... I could imagine, th- this is not the color palette that would be used. I feel like everything <laughs> would be gray. Oh, and yeah. It would be dirty. Except Talia, because she's the champion. And she always has her champion's afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that, like, speaking of which, what the hell comes with being a champion? Um, I think it's, I think being the champion is just like a tie. It's just like, it's like a, like those like presidential medals of honor. I think it's just like that. It doesn't come with, like, a check or something or, like, a position of power. No, I don't think so. I think it's just, like, you're such a great figure in our society. Everyone should be proud of you. It's like Ellen. It's like when Ellen got, like, the medal from Obama. (laughs) 
and, and she's like, oh, she just she just has a medal because she's nice. Yes. <laughs> That's like what Talia got. Except mm. instead of it being given by the Viscount, it's given by the Knight Commander immediately after the Viscount is killed while his head is still on the ground. Yeah, so like, read the room, Meredith. <laughs> <laughs> like, can't you name her champion later? Like, do it the next day <laughs> after all the cleanup. The city's burning. The city's still on fire from the whole Kunari Rebellion. And you're like, here's the champion, yay! And the whole crowd's like, yay! <laughs> like, your, like your loved ones are dead. Like, there's like someone like on the floor gargling on their own blood. And you're like, here's the champion, are you happy? Clap! <laughs> oh. oh my god. But you know what? That That's where we're at. Yeah. And and we finish it off by doing something more fun, quote unquote, with Anders. And oh, and we're oh, just yes. left to like Yeah. And then we're just left to like uh look at our inventory, read letters. This is the boring part where we just kinda <laughs> this is the video game part. Well well wait what well, well well something is said during this part that's not as boring. Yeah. Very true. Here, take this axe. You deserve it, Fenris. At least you didn't betray me. And he, you know, he's one of the, the nicer ones. I know, who would have thought? I know, I always thought that he'd be a dick. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. Because he hates mages. He might hate us now because there seems to be some mage problems and I feel like Anders is gonna do, is gonna, Anders and Meryl are gonna do some crazy shit. On the loose. Champion, I require your assistance in a matter okay. of great urgency. Please report to the Templar Hall at the gallows at your earliest convenience. No, fuck. Uh, oh! The old lady is scary. What old lady? There is no old lady, Sandal. How many times do I have to tell Who? you that? What's this about? Uh, my boy sees things sometimes. Says he saw an old lady standing by his bed. She has a soul. <gasps> is it Flemeth? Yes, well, there you go. Alright. He's something special. He's 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 a god. I want to bring up this situation with Sandal. Uh okay. Uh with the old lady in his room and that uh -huh. she is scary. Yes. Do we remotely know who this person is? Uh, it's an old lady. I think did we mention well we mentioned off camera saying, Oh, it's probably Flemeth. <laughs> Coming to get him. I, I, I'm a hundred percent in my theory that this entire series ends with Flemeth and Sandal at an epic battle. Okay, because <laughs> Sandal is like the good side, and Flemeth <laughs> is evil. She's like the ultimate evil. She's the main villain of the series, and Sandal's gonna be the main hero. Uh huh. And I, and I just imagine her visiting him at night, being like, "Hello." My mortal enemy. <laughs> and then, like, Sandal, like, releasing some energy. And she's like, you're more powerful than I expected. <laughs> we'll meet soon in the battlefield. <laughs> he just goes away. Oh, my God. That's yeah. what I hope happens in Dragon Age 5. Not even 4? No. Okay. I'm going to say that... Okay, no. Dragon Age 6. It's going to be two shit. trilogies. Two trilogies. Where it gets set up. We have this whole situation. I don't know what happens in Inquisition. So uh -huh. my whole theory might go completely off the fucking rails. Okay. But I Tell have me, a feeling. Tell me, like, based on, based on, 
<laughs> based on, well no 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 no. we can't talk about this right now we can't talk about this uh, i will talk about this at the end of this game okay and, and then like at the end of this game and then i'll i'll say my predictions of what sure. inquisition's gonna happen and then at the end of inquisition <laughs> i will revise my theory yeah because right now i think we're jumping the gun if we talk yes. about predictions right now um so yeah point is Sandal says that we go to Anders' clinic because he has a mission for us. And this is going to be uh, basically the rest of the episode spent on this drama with Anders. I'm going to be trying something, and I thought you'd want to be part of it. Oh, we're trying. We've both been wrong. What? Uh? What I did with justice was unnatural. It should never have happened. I believe I have a formula for a potion that can separate justice and me without killing either. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, wait. What? What if he dies in this? I knew you'd stand behind me in this. Even if... What? Nothing. Oh my god. I've gathered most of what I need, but there are some... outlandish ingredients I was hoping you'd help me collect. If he dies... Brandon! So I guess that's what we're doing for the rest of this. Let's see, uh... Oh, where do you buy that shit?! Where do we get it? So this whole situation, um, just there's something doesn't feel right. Yeah. With says, Anders saying, yeah, like, oh, I need to get all these these ingredients. For a potion, for one, Manny. It's for, for a, a potion. potion. For a potion. How the hell do I know that he's telling me the truth? Also, how the hell do I know that this is safe? He's not giving me the, all the details here. <laughs> no, he just, he did his research, Manny. He did his research. We should trust our boyfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, basically, we have to go into the sewers underneath Kirkwall to get these ingredients, and he needs our help to do it. If you have uh, to go into a sewer to get ingredients, there's a problem there. <laughs> there's, you, you want to ingest whatever you make with this garbage? <laughs> What are you gonna? What are you gonna shit him out? Are you gonna shit out justice? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a laxative. <laughs> I'm like, wow, it's all you had to do was uh, shit out justice. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we we make our way to the sewers to get a bunch of ingredients. There's so much shit to do. That should be in th this. That should be this episode. Should be this storyline. I want this done so I don't have to worry about it again. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, this city's really going to shit. There's just slavers here. Just like randomly. And then all of a sudden you're gonna see. It's like, we have now named Kirkwall a different name. Ozamark 2! <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was coming all along. Should we diversify a little bit? John bringing a Sebastian. Okay, sure, Sebastian. And uh, we should bring the the mage haters. Is Sebastian Fenris? <laughs> yes. Well, isn't this fun? That guy? that can't go poorly at all. <laughs> yeah, we just decided to do a mission, and Isabella left us forever. Well, what what more could go wrong? I'm gonna fucking kill your boyfriend. Like we just turn around. All right, we got it, and we turn around, and Fenris has like a knife to his throat. I got it, Anders. Here it is. 
Alright, praise George W. Bush. <laughs> I was about to say. Yes. If anyone wants to know what we're referencing is the documentary Jesus Camp. It's amazing. Uh, it's also scary. It's, but it's very amazing. It's, it is amazing, but also extremely terrifying. Yeah. Um, there's a scene where they pray to a cut, uh, cardboard <laughs> cutout of George W. Bush, and the woman's literally like, oh, hey, Mr. President, welcome. It's like, everyone pray for the president. And then she lifts up the cardboard cutout. Like, she starts off by pretending he's there. She's like, hello, Mr. President. We're so happy to have you here today. And then by the end of it, she's like, all right, pray to him. And then she just, like, lifts the cardboard cutout. Like, here he is. There he is. <laughs> and then she uh, starts saying, like, gibberish. <laughs> she's speaking in tongues. And she goes, like, I don't know. She's like, pray for him. Whoa! You know it's such a fucked up scene when that little girl just raises her fist. I'm laughing at I'm laughing at the memes that have been made. Yeah, and there's a And there's a part where um they're cleansing themselves with holy water, quote unquote, but it's literally coming out of like a Dasani water bottle. No, it's Nestle. <laughs> and and then a woman who I assumed it was just added music that the dog <laughs> that they in, but it actually it wasn't like it's the dog going, ha! I'm like, oh, this is probably like for dramatic. They're adding it in for dramatic effect. And then they cut to the woman in the actual church <laughs> screaming <laughs> into a mic. <laughs> Like, oh shit, no, this was intentional. <laughs> Yay. Now what? Go, go to the bone pit mines. Oh, we have to go there for something else too. So while we're there, we're probably going to end up fighting something. <laughs> so somehow we get into a whole Jesus camp discussion. I don't know if it relates at all to act three, but it's definitely worth the, the, the viewers knowing about. Uh, yes, yeah, so Jesus Camp, everyone, quick, quick synopsis is a documentary, I think released in the early 2000s, a very disturbing documentary about the specific yeah. Christian camp mm -hmm. where, like, these little kids are indoctrinated. Yeah. And it's scary, but there is a very funny scene where <laughs> they have... A card out, cut out. Well, we explained it. We we did. We they already did hear the explanation. But. Yes, yeah. With the with the George Bush, it's hilarious. Um, that's like one of the few like genuine, genuinely hilarious. Where yeah. like I just find it so stupid and hilarious. And this is coming the from Manny, who's religious. And I'm religious, yes. But it's like this kind of shit needs to stop. <laughs> and it's it, it's so fucked up it is just so fucked up like this little kid has an epiphany at five years old what were you doing <laughs> what were you watching teletubbies and you saw jesus christ in the sun <laughs> i don't understand yeah I, yeah um but we do get the ingredients and we have to go to the mines that we own to find a drake stone, which is the final component. So we do that. We still need the drake stone from the bone pit. I know. That's why we're here. Don't worry, Alistair. Uh, <laughs> Alistair. I almost called him Alistair. Wow. Don't worry, Anders. I know you're not Alistair. I'm sorry. Now what? <laughs> now. Speak to Anders at his clinic. Okay, let's go. One more. Now with everything together, <laughs> we basically like spent our entire time playing this damn game getting my ingredients. entire 
Champions Afternoon. My entire Get Champions it. Afternoon began with with a <laughs> <laughs> began with a crowd being uh, threatened by Meredith in Hightown. Ended with uh, it. We did have sex in the middle. That was the best part. That that's and that was originally scheduled for my champion. The haircut and sex were originally scheduled for my champion's yes. afternoon. And then uh, Anders decides to leverage that for us to do a whole task for him. Yes. And now we go back to his clinic and uh, we have a conversation about these ingredients and things go hay not haywire, but they go uh they go a little little very uh alarming. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's talk to Anders. Hello, Anders. Hi, Anders. Okay. There is one more thing I need of you, my love. And I can't tell you why. I must get inside the Chantry without being seen. What? Will you talk to the Grand Cleric for me? Distract her long enough for me to do what must be done. What must be done, quote-unquote. Tell me your plan. You would not thank me if I told you. What? If you support freedom for mages, help me. That's all I can say. Uh This sounds suspicious. Yes. What is it you don't want me to see? Do you believe in me, love? Do you believe mages deserve to live free of the Templar's grasp? Then trust me now. I am doing only what is necessary. Is there even a potion? I lied. <gasps> but what we have gathered will bring freedom for more than just me and justice. It will help mages throughout Vedas. Why don't you trust me? Should we go there? Yeah, why don't you trust me? I can't act blindly. Tell me your plan. I am taking a risk. I would not see you drawn into it. But maybe your support of mages ends at talk. It's easier to support freedom if no one must die to achieve it. You cannot claim to love me, then turn on me now. Whoa. I do love you. I do love you. I care for you. That doesn't mean I agree with every decision. You cannot care for me and despise what I stand for. I am the cause of mages. There is nothing else inside me. Will you aid us now? Or does your support- I'm not saying I don't support the mages. I just- I, I can't just do this thing without knowing why you're doing it. And here's where the distrust comes in. Because he says that he needs us to distract the Grand Cleric. And we're like, how does that relate to a potion? Well, there is no potion. So he lied. He lied. He lied. And, and now not only does he, did he lie, but now he's like, distract the Grand Cleric. I'm not going to tell you why. Just do it if you love me. See, no. See, here's the thing, Brandon. If there is no trust, there is no love. There <laughs> is no love without trust. Yes, If he's but going trust... to lie to me. Exactly. He should not be lying to me. I'm the one who's closest to him. Exactly. You trust is not, I'm allowed to lie to you, and you just have to believe me because you love me. That's not uh -huh. what, like, loving trust is. Loving trust is being open and honest. And, exactly. and trusting that they respect your feelings enough to, like, understand your perspective. Exactly. So right now, he he's not he's not respecting me. No. He's, he's lying to me. He, already, if... If I were Talia, and I mean, I am Talia because I'm controlling her, <laughs> but, but if this, let's say this happened to me, my uh -huh. boyfriend says, lie to me. I need you to I... go to the church and distract the priest while I do something. <laughs> exactly. I would have been like, okay, we need to talk. 
I'm not giving you, give me back what I just gave you because I do not trust you right now. Give me back the seller key. Also, give me back the seller key. I don't want to speak with you right now because I don't trust you. You <laughs> lied to me. The fact that you lied to me shows that you don't care about me enough. And and so we get the opportunity to either agree or disagree on whether we would like to do this. Oh, come on. Uh, I can't lose Anders too. <laughs> So what do we do? He's asking us to distract the Grand Cleric because he wants to do something in the Chantry without being seen. Part of me wants to just say, fine, I will help. Uh-huh. But I know that you probably want to say, forget it. But I feel like if we say, forget it, he's really going to like... That's like it? That's it. So do you want to just do it? Let's do it. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I feel bad because I feel like... We're gonna do something. That's different. not for the right reasons. It's not for the right Tell me what you would have of me then. But I won't forget you blackmailed me to get it. I promise whatever happens, it's on my head. It will not come back on you. Oh boy. Okay, come on, gang. Are we going to the Grand Cleric? Yeah. Alright. Part of the mission. We said we would do it. We do agree to go to the Chantry, and I think that this shows how much more we like Anders compared to Meryl. Because when Meryl wanted us to do something and give her something <laughs> that was against what we wanted, we were just like, no, fuck you. I'm not giving fuck it to you. <laughs> like, we were just so spiteful. You're going to restore a mirror, and I don't need you looking at yourself. You'll be even more deranged. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, I just thought of a really fucked up joke. <laughs> really funny like she finally fixes the alluvian and sees her reflection for the first time and she's horrified <laughs> i tried to warn you meryl's what? like finally a demon that's you meryl <laughs> oh my um, god that's the only levity we have is that we we are we, we are still allowed to make fun of meryl if meryl was left our party i don't think i'd be able i wouldn't have fun no, and and if something tragic happened to her, it's like, well, now I'm not allowed to make fun of her because now she's actually going through hardship. Exactly. I mean, she is actually going through hardship anyway. Whatever, point is. Um, yeah, so we agree begrudgingly, despite that we don't agree. And that kind of, to me, shows that we actually like Anders a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> but we do go to the Chantry, um, and we're getting ready to distract the Grand Cleric. What do these ingredients... I swear to God, this motherfucker... Kills a bunch of people. What? What do you mean? I don't know what these ingredients do. It's not the first terrible thing we've done in these fucking games. I feel like more terrible things have happened in this game and Awakening than in Origins. Yeah, definitely. That's our luck. I'll find you as soon as I'm done. Thank you. You better be giving me good dick. Already, I feel something bad's gonna happen. <laughs> we, 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 we got him some freaking things that we have no idea what is going to happen. He no. wants us to distract the Grand Cleric. It's not a laxative. It's not a laxative. I would have loved to see that cutscene of just... Hopefully it is. Maybe it is still a laxative. It's still a laxative. And he's just going to feed it to like all the Chantry people. He's going to put it in the water. No, he's going to... To go against the Chantry, he's just going to take a fucking shit right in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> This is what I think of your church. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? 
<laughs> we make it to the chantry, and Sebastian's already talking to the Grand Cleric, mm-hmm. but it's not, uh, at least it doesn't seem like this is the distraction thing, because even though it is it talking to the different. Grand Cleric like we are supposed to. Yeah. It's it doesn't just like, feel like it matches what we were originally there to do. No, it's just kind of like talking about the, the whole mage versus Templars like mm-hmm. situation. Yes. You could calm this fire if you stepped forward. The Chantry's teachings are clear. Those who turn against them would not listen more to me than to Andraste. Not more mage debates. Mage this, Templar that. Is there anywhere in Kirkwall people don't talk about this? The last time mages rebelled against the Chantry, they ended up ruling Tavinter. Should we just ignore them? This isn't Tavinter. The Divine is concerned about the situation here. She does not want to see the Free Marches become another Imperium. She has sent an agent to assess the danger. Meet with her, please. Tell her drastic measures won't be required. Who is the agent? What can you tell me about this servant of the Divine? I was not told her real name. Only to call her Sister Nightingale. She is said to be the Divine's left hand, sent to do work that might blacken the Divine's name. That's edgy. We get a little bit of insight into the Grand Cleric's, like, stance on everything, in addition to, like, a new task. Which further proves that, like, this probably isn't part of the distraction thing, because it seems more like the start to a mission. (laughs) Yeah, it, it feels weird. Like, it's like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, but uh, basically the Grand Cleric is like, I. here's how I see her. Mm-hmm. Like, she wants to keep the peace, but she doesn't want actual change. She just wants to make sure there's no war. And she's trying to, like, be true to the Chantry and also try to find, like, good, good for the mages. Like a good middle ground? Yeah. Um. So even though she's not actively, like, fighting for mages' rights, at least she's not a tyrant, <laughs> which is good. I mean... I mean, okay, that that doesn't really say much. Like we, so on one side we have like extremist Meredith, who's tyrannical, mm-hmm. and then we have Orsino, who's literally like calling for a revolution. Right. So she's like stuck between two extremes right now. Yeah. The fact and that she, she just wants, wants things to be the same. She's she just wants like, things to be the same, but I feel like that's not necessarily helping the situation. No, which is why, I mean, maybe this is, like, maybe a little bit looking forward, but which is why it doesn't help the situation. <laughs> exactly. Like, because like she, just she, being complicit is, uh-huh. not gonna, is not going to fix the problem. Right, because like, the problems this, were already there. Yeah. So wanting things to be the same isn't going to quell anyone. Exactly. So at this moment in time, you have to either pick a side or find a way that both sides are pleased, but that's impossible because like, I feel like she needs to, she needs to first of all, get rid of Meredith, but she needs to be peaceful and also willing to enact change. Yes. But she's trying to be peaceful without enacting change. And then at the same time, so the mission she gives us is she wants us to meet with a messenger from the divine called sister Mm -hmm. Nightingale, who's the left hand of the divine and basically say, like, I'm afraid that they're going to start a 
they're going to send the like the the divine's troops here to calm the situation or to like hammer the situation mm-hmm. and i want them to know that drastic measures are not required but she's not actually doing anything she's just keeping peace but she's not yeah. actually like solving the problems and that's so, not the way to go you have to solve the problem you have to address the pro- you can't just keep the peace because because people are just going to see you as someone who does nothing and when really honest- you're working very hard you're just not working hard towards like the solution and honestly keeping the status quo makes each side go even more to the extreme because the status quo both sides are frustrated by the status quo yeah so they're ju- they're they're not seeing the change that they want and so yeah. they're just going to like keep like hammering their point so no one's going to be happy whereas she sees it as like let's just go back to normal yeah yeah uh, so something weird happens. She gives us our task, and suddenly we get the choose party screen. Yeah, this is <laughs> and it's this like is wait, weird. like wait, we we were supposed to distract you. Why are we choosing a party? <laughs> and uh, in this choose party screen, to make things even weirder, Anders is blacked out because he's you know busy doing what he's doing in the chantry. So, so it's like we don't even have like Anders back with us, and we're choosing a party like. It's all weird. It, it's all very... I, it, like, it feels like this wasn't the actual order that was supposed to happen. No. This is not what he meant by distract the divine. I guess this brings Sebastian, since he was part of the conversation. Oh, true. Don't bring fucking Meryl. Have you come to pray? Oh, now are we distracting her? To make matters weirder, once we choose our party, suddenly we're still in the Chantry, still talking to the Grand Cleric, and she addresses us as if we just showed up in the Chantry. <laughs> Oh, have you come here to pray? <laughs> it's like, we just talked to you. <laughs> so now we're like, well, I guess this is the distraction thing. We might as well go with that. It's no secret that you count apostates among your friends, champion. You have done much to fan the flames of rebellion here. We must give Meredith and Orsino time to work out their differences. No good can come of showing. At least she's not showing signs of Templars. The mages need your help. Mm, yeah. I feel for the mages, I do. I would not wish to be locked in the gallows. But I cannot take sides. We are all the maker's creatures. So this is sort of like an abridged version of what we just did. Where yeah. she's like, she does give a little bit of insight. She's like, you know, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't want to be in the gallows if I was a mage. She like gets that. But yeah. she sees at she sees it as from her position, like it's not her place to choose sides. Even but, though, which I guess it mirrors our world as well. <laughs> it does. It does mirror our world where there's certain religious factors where we're like, oh, we can't get involved. And there is like, even in our world, there there's like, there is a way to address problems without specifically saying like, I am pro this side or that side. Because yeah. theoretically, solving the problems should be good for everyone, right? Exactly, yes. And I feel like in her stance, like, she sees it as choosing a side, and so she chooses neither side and just tries to keep the peace. Mm-hmm. But you can address the problems in the in the Chantry and, like, you know, take Meredith out and put up a, a more forgiving Knight Enchanter or something like that. Or not Knight Enchanter, uh, uh. First, uh, Knight Commander. Yeah. Like, do something like that and then still address the problems without specifically saying, like, I'm anti-Templar. You know what I mean? 
Exactly. Like, yeah. she can still take a middle stance and an act change. And I like, feel like she doesn't see that possibility. Like, take Meredith down and put, like, Colin or something. Yeah, I mean, well... I mean, he's, he's not questionable. He's not perfect, but he's not Meredith. <laughs> he's not Meredith. And he is here. We we haven't seen him in a long time. Yeah. Did it he hasn't leave? been since, like, Act 1. Yeah, did he leave? Maybe. I mean, it's he's been, like... He's like, I'm fucking out of here. It's been six years. Maybe he is gone. Who knows? But, uh, uh, yeah, so she gives a little bit of insight there, but Anders shows up and not doing a good job at being, uh, discreet. There you are. Oh! I've been looking for you all over. Your grace? Do you do your thing? soul is troubled, child. Mm. I hope you found a bomb for it here. Oh, boy. I hope you found a bomb for it here. <laughs> He better not be bombing this Imagine place. That was like a pun. I hope you found a bomb right here. To bomb. Oh my god, that'd be awful. Already, it feels like something is wrong. Oh and yeah. Some shit is going to happen in this chantry, especially after <laughs> the uh, grand Claire's like, "I hope you found a bomb." <laughs> <laughs> What wordplay? What word? It's like, I hope you found a bomb. <laughs> for it here. It's like, how do you know? It's like, I just imagine, like, and if you're like, how'd you know? Oh, I me, mean, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's doing such a bad job of being discreet. He just, like, yeah. he's like, I need you to describe the Grand Cleric. And once I'm done doing whatever it is, I'm just going to pop up and join the conversation. Like, no, like, oh. just leave. Just leave. Yeah, just leave. Like, why, why even show up? It's like, oh. Funny to see you here. I've been looking all over for you. <laughs> Hello, Talia's mage friend who should be in the circle. <laughs> Thank you for visiting our chantry. <laughs> like, this is the one place he should not be right now. Yeah. I think like, she said, and don't bring your staff, especially. Yeah, don't Just, bring like, your dress staff. Dress in street clothes. <laughs> but, uh,. It's I think she says, like, at one point, uh, I, it's no secret that you have mages for friends. or uh, she's, she's said that before. Yeah. So, like, they kind of know, and they, I guess they let it slide because of who Talia is. She is the champion. She's the champion. Maybe that's the perk of being the champion. She's above the law, I guess. You just, you, you like, you do no wrong. <laughs> no. You're, you're officially the champion. You get a nice house, and you get your afternoons off. I think that proves that uh, Talia, like, uh, um, does care for Meryl, despite, they're, they're like adversaries that care for each other. Yes. Because, because Meryl is kind of protected by Talia's status. Talia yes. sees it as though, like, only she will destroy Meryl. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if anyone's gonna kill that bitch, it's gonna be me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, if, like I, if Meryl were in the circle, I wouldn't be able to torment her. And that's just wrong. It's like, and then the world is just boring after that point. What's like, to what do I for? do all day? <laughs> Anders is like, let's go on a date. What's the point? What's the point? If there's is Meryl going to be there so I can make fun of her for being in the park? Killing flowers as she walks by? <laughs> no, Meryl's in the circle. What's the point? I'm just imagining, like, for one anniversary, like, Anders, like, I got you a gift. What is it? I Ever since Meryl left, I just couldn't. And then Meryl shows up, and she's like, guess who's here? She's like, 
Oh my god. She's like, you oh my bring- god, you would bring her to my house? <laughs> you bring her to my house? And like, later, freaking like, she goes to Anderson, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and Meryl and Talia are just bickering and Anders just smiles. <laughs> it's like, just like old times. Fade to black. <laughs> so, after this whole, like, I hope you found a bomb, uh, we go back to the clinic to talk to Anders after all of this. And it's a very weird scene. We talk to him, and he's suddenly wearing all black. Yes. And he's like, Varric's there, and he's giving him a pillow and just his belongings, and it's very, very weird. Oh, we want to talk to Anders. Want to finish this up? Yeah. Yeah. I wanted you to have this. What's that? A pillow. A pillow? You've been a good friend. Is he leaving? Uh Uh-uh. You keep your pillow, Blondie. May you have many more dreams of killing Templars on it. <laughs> Why are you giving out your shit? Are you guys going suicide? What the hell's happening? Oak. I. Why is he wearing? You here. Was he always wearing black? I want to tell you now. No. I love you. Okay. You've stood by. What is up with you? Every reason to turn away. Just remember, whatever happens, I wanted you to know. What's going on? I love you, Anders. You were the most important thing in my life. But some things matter more than my life. More than either of us. I'm sorry. I told you I would break your heart. Is he Just leaving? Just it breaks mine to do it. I was hoping we'd find a better way, but... Justice and vengeance are too intertwined. I can't tell one from the other. You were the one shining light in my life. Never blame yourself for what will happen. What, what is that? What the fuck? Um... Bitch, what are you talking about? Can we put him on our team? Okay, thank Christ. He's choosable. He's wearing all black now, though. So, Brandon. Uh Uh-huh. Just to let you know, when a character begins to wear all black... Yeah. We are not to trust them anymore. (laughs) Okay. Uh, There are exceptions, but when a character has begun to wear all black, they are tormented. Interesting. They are tormented. There's, they're going through an issue. That makes it sense. Ha- it happened I mean, in, in Star Wars in Episode oh. Six. Luke wears all black, but he has a flap that's white. I think. Oh, which shows the the light in him. And in the context of Dragon Age, Morrigan wore all black, and she left us. Yes. And so didn't we give her a different costume at one point and it looked awful. So we went back to her original. Oh, uh, yeah. You can, when you give them new armor, they do change out of their clothes. Whereas in this game, they're always wearing their clothes. Yes. But with Morgan, when you get like, you get a new set of robes from Flemeth's hut after you like, after we like sent her away. And that looked identical to Meredith's normal clothes. And she wore that for the rest of I the mean, game. I mean, to uh, Morgan's normal clothes. Yeah, what did I say? You said Meredith. Fuck. Morgan's <laughs> normal clothes. Uh, and she wore that for the rest of the game. Uh, so yeah, we did eventually switch her back to like her twine. Yeah. But <laughs> um, So th- that makes sense that where yes. he's wearing all black for this reason. And, and where did he get this outfit? He, <laughs> he assembled it. I don't know. He, look, he looks like Dark Pit. <laughs> <laughs> he's Anders 2. He's, he's, he's Anders 2. Is it like a regular Anders who shows up? <laughs> it's like Anders too. <laughs> um, 
And this, like, that does harken back to what we said, like, way earlier in the game, which is, like, if you're supposed to be in the circle for being a mage, why do they sell, like, staves and robes exactly. on the street? <laughs> what the fuck? So maybe he bought it from them, but also, like, why? Like, are they still selling it? Is Meredith not cracking down on that? I, no, as I think I've mentioned before, when we talked about them selling uh, staves on the street... Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like the cops being undercover, like, when yeah. they sell drugs <laughs> and they catch people. Like, that's what I feel. It's like, oh, you're buying a staff? To the jail with you. Yeah, probably. Um, and here, Andrews is very cryptic. He's like, if it, no matter what happens, I love you. Never blame yourself for what will happen. Like, all that sort of stuff. Very morbid. And then after you, like, like after that, that's where Tali should have been like, Check where we just were. Search the fucking place right now. Yeah. Like, whatever he did to the Chantry, you just know it's not like, going to be... It's not going to be good. If if Anders thought it was going to be good, or that Talia would approve, he would tell Talia what's going to exactly. happen. Exactly. So clearly, he knows that I'm not going to approve of what he's just going to do. I would have broke his legs. Not kill him. Broke <laughs> his legs. <laughs> break his legs. <laughs> Be like, you are not going anywhere right now. I'd be like, so, what a like, healthy relationship. Now and then, also, we don't send like the the guardsmen or anything. We send Varric. We would send Varric to check. <laughs> no, because the guards would be like, we found a bomb, but it could be a string of unrelated bombs. It's not exa- worth investigating. <laughs> true you're so <laughs> fucking useless <laughs> um but we do need to go to viscount's keep at night because that is where we're going to meet sister nightingale and we did promise the grand cleric we were going to do that yeah so we make our way after this sad depressing conversation to viscount's keep all right, well, let's go talk to Sister Nightingale. Yes, yeah, Sister Nightingale. Uh, I have some news for you. Really funny. Okay. You have to go at night. Funny thing. Check the pantry <laughs> for any bombs. <laughs> funny thing. <laughs> funny thing. Uh, <laughs> because I don't know. My boyfriend's now wearing all black and so he's gonna kill himself. Can he started you? wearing eyeliner. He started wearing eyeliner. I'm really concerned. We were just at the Chantry, and I don't know what the hell he was doing. I knew I should have been with you, Varric. You're the only one that truly will stand by my side. And not probably bomb a place. Is he fucking gonna bomb this fucking Chantry? He's looking for a bomb. I mean, Meryl, for Christ's sake. Meryl's a lost cause. At least Anders knows better. But then again, he might be a terrorist. Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit, Brandon! <laughs> then again, he might be a terrorist. <laughs> My boyfriend, the terrorist. What a terrible sitcom. <laughs> Holy! <laughs> My boyfriend's a terrorist. My boyfriend's a terrorist. That sounds like a really, like, offensive <laughs> soap opera. Once we make it to Viscount's Keep... <laughs> Oh god. Oh, we um we walk in and we walk in so aggressively. <laughs> it's like we are so so basically like instead of walking like normal, we are like moving our arms like ferociously and we're like, hunched imagine, over. Yeah, and we're hunched over. Just like imagine like 
an angry person hunched over. Yeah. He's just had it. And he's like, <laughs> like, like, I'm just imagining. Stomping. Like, stomping your way. In. And I love it because it's going to be clear why we're walking like this in a moment. But to us, like, it, we just open up the scene with that. And it's like, aren't we supposed to be meeting like a holy figure? Like this, the left hand of the divine. And we're walking I, in like we're going to stab her. No, this is because uh, Talia has just had it. She's had it. <laughs> These past seven years have just... She's tired. And the fact yeah. that she has to do any shit, even for like the government at this point, just makes her angry. Yeah. No matter what she's doing, she's going to do it begrudgingly. Yeah. But uh, we learn that the reason it's happening is because there are blood mages there. Hello. Whoa. Whoa. So, even the divine fears us now. Why are mages she here? should. Kill the spy. They probably sent a message saying that Nightingale would be here, but it's actually them. The the mother probably knew that, or she probably thought that it was actually Nightingale. This just further stokes the flames. Cause it's like, she's like, oh, even the divine fears us now? She should. Like, okay. So you're okay. just, you're just gonna be explicitly like- Violent. Yeah, you're not even gonna try to like reason, you're just gonna be like, the, the the divine is bad. The divine's not doesn't even have to do with this. I mean, the divine is in control of the chantry, the, but the, the the divine is complicit. Yes, the the divine is complicit. But what I mean is like you're not gonna be able to enact change without like that level of diplomacy. You know what I mean? Well, like remember. Orsino's trying to reason with the people and rise like a revolution of thought, not just like. We're gonna be blood mages in the chantry and and kill someone. You know what I mean? Honestly, honestly, they should they should just focus their their anger on Meredith. Really, if <laughs> if someone needs their head chopped off on a guillotine, it's Meredith. <laughs> yeah, like start with Meredith, yeah. and then work your way to the system. Exactly. And and like I feel like killing someone related to the divine, it it it's not gonna it's do a bad anything. Look. It's just, it's, just it's gonna cause more aggression, you know? Exactly. Like, if you, so, like, right now, the Chantry is, like, a Switzerland kind of state. <laughs> and if you attack them, then you're, you're gonna lose all credibility, really. <laughs> yeah. Which, honestly, that would have been so fucking, again, if Sister Patrice were in the storyline, that, imagine... That we have the mages fighting against the Chantry, and then you have someone like Sister Patrice who would kill the Grand Cleric. She's just like stoking the flames. Yeah, like we have both sides stoking the flames. That'd be so fucking crazy. That would be awesome. That'd be amazing. Maybe not amazing. That would have been hard to watch, but it would have been I mean, hard to watch, but like it would have made the narrative so much more richer. Because, like, not only it's not just Meredith and Arsino, it's like there's also these notable figures beneath them that are yes. like actively stoking the flame and causing trouble. Yes. But anyway, um after we fight these blood mages, Sister Nightingale does appear and she does so in a puff of smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. What's this? <gasps> Whoa! Wait. Wait a minute. Sister Nightingale. So, she kills the blood mages and who is Nightingale? Oh, well, I wish we had a title card. 
to much tell like us. how she had in her own DLC. <laughs> it's Leliana. Uh, it's Leliana. My God. Like, is this like the second or third Origins character we've seen? Which have we seen? Which have we seen? Actually, no, this is the first Origins character. Yeah, I don't we've think seen. we've seen anyone. We've oh, talked wait, about Oh, wait, we've them. seen Cullen. Cullen was an origin. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant like uh, like main character. I meant like because we've seen Flemeth and Cullen. So we've seen uh, Isabella. Flemeth. Like if you're counting literally anyone in Origins, well, Flemeth. Flemeth was a big part of Origins. Yeah. So Flemeth. This Flemeth. Cullen uh, was like he was in like a little bit of Origins. mm Hmm. And so now we have Liliana. Uh, we won't count Isabella because... Oh, Anders. Do you count Anders? I mean, he was in the DLC, oh, but like Anders was obviously in, in, yeah. in Awakening. He was a companion. Okay, let's minus Awakening. <laughs> so I say Flemeth, uh-huh. Cullen. I'm not going to count Isabella because she looks entirely fucking different. I'm also not so going she... to include Meryl because we didn't play that part. Oh, okay. But she so, was in Origins. Yes. So I'm going to count Liliana as the third character from Origins that we see, because she's a main character from Origins. Yes. Um, uh, here she is. But it, she feels like like the first character from Origins like that we see. Yeah. Like main character. For sure. I might have known <gasps> I would be part of this. I know that voice. Investigate. And, and you, you are. are. Are you Sister Nightingale? I am. Ah! Liliana! Liliana! me to investigate the possibility of a rebellion here in Kirkwall. Without informing the guards, of course. This is an unconventional situation. I have some experience with those. Liliana? The Liliana? Who accompanied the hero of Ferelden to slay the Archdemon? Ah. Yes. I knew the hero of Ferelden. Perhaps you have heard the songs I wrote of our time uh, together. Uh, but that oh, is yeah, yeah, yeah. I am working Many years for the divine ago. now. I let word slip that an agent of the divine was coming to investigate the mage troubles. It is how they chose to react which condemns them. Mm. What does she plan to do? <laughs> Will the divine send soldiers? Divine Justinia takes the situation here very seriously. She believes it is the worst threat to Thedas since the Cunara invaded. A handful of apostates. How can that possibly... <laughs> the whole world is watching Kirkwall. If it falls to magic, none of us are safe. Tell Elthina to leave. There is refuge for her at the Grand Cathedral <gasps> in Orlais. Oh my gosh. She's she escaped? She will be safe here. Is it that bad? Holy shit. Yikes. Oh, oh, Leliana, you just come and go. Now she's the left hand of the... Vo- she, she's really worked her way up. Yeah, she has. She's the left hand to the Pope. I'm pretty sure we're about... To, we're going to see Zevran eventually. Do you know who I haven't seen? Quest that might be leading to... Do you know who I haven't fucking seen? Alistair and Morgan. Morgan's through a mirror. She's gone. Where, though? Leliana feels a little bit out of place here. Because she just she, shows up and leaves. She does, like, you know, this just feels like a very, like, quick cameo. Yeah. Like, she doesn't feel like she, ne- she necessarily fits within the story. This, right. She feels like if anyone has seen Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Okay. She's like Jeff Goldblum. It, does he show up for, like, a moment? He literally shows up in the beginning for two minutes. 
Uh-huh. And at the and he does the last like line. So it's like Meryl Streep in uh, in Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia, in Mamma Mia, here we go again. She Leliana is Meryl Streep in Mamma Mia, here we go again. And Enchantment, here we go again. And Enchantment, here we go again. Except no one's playing a younger version of her this time. I wish though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Leliana just kind of like shows up and goes. She's just like, tell the Grand Cleric she's not safe here. Bye. And another reason she feels out of place is because, like, this makes sense for Liliana's character that she's, like, risen up the ranks to be, like, the next, like, the the yeah. close confidant of the divine. Uh-huh. But uh, because we're so used to seeing her deal with, like, the blight, it's yes. it feels a little bit weird for her to be part of, like, a rebellion of mages and, and stuff. Like, like, it feels, because one... It's such a different context for She... Me. She is in a totally different place right now. Totally different It's been world. seven years. It's been or seven years. Or I guess like years. maybe six years. Yeah. Yeah, six or... Yeah. And, um... the Like, she's in a totally different kind of situation than the Blight, of course. Uh-huh. In a totally different town. A totally different form of government that for And, like, had. role. And situation and of the world. So, she feels like a to- Like, she doesn't me- mesh well with this... Like she's clearly the, the same story. character. It's just so weird to see her in this context. Yes, it it just it feels weird. It, it feels like a character you've watched for years. Yeah, show up in like a sequel that has nothing to do about them. <laughs> yeah. Much like Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic World: Fallen exactly. Kingdom. <laughs> and Manny, you're gonna like this. Yes. So there is another reason that Liliana being the left hand to divine to the divine makes sense. Why? Because it's not in, like, this conversation. I think it's in a codex or something. But it's a fun fact that you need to know. The Divine is Divine Justinia V. <gasps> but do you know who she actually is? Is that, um... Is that... Oh, God. What's her name? It's Dorothea. Yes! <laughs> yes! Oh! So, Mother Dorothea eventually Dorothea. rises in the ranks and becomes the Divine and makes Liliana... Her, oh her left-hand sister, Nightingale. That's why she got the title card, Brandon. That's why she got the title card in Leliana's song. That exactly. really should have carried out throughout the fucking freaking And this series. is a DLC mission, too. Because this counts as a, Seba- uh, a Sebastian. This counts as a Sebastian companion mission. Mm-hmm. So, like, th- it's DLC. It's the perfect time. Give us a card. Give us a character name. Give, give us the character name that shows up with blood in the background. And it would have been a callback to Mother Dorothea, who is oh the my. divine that she's here on behalf. It's just, there's, it's so perfect. Yeah. You know, you know what I hope? What? Who shows up again? Who? Because we didn't kill her, right? We didn't kill, um... Who? Uh, Marjolaine. Marjolaine. Is Mar- we Marjolaine did still- not. But it is possible to kill her okay. in Origins. But we oh. did not kill her. Oh, okay. I kind of wish that, like, that continued. Like, I would l- see her yeah. again. I feel like the f- the fact that you can kill her, to me, lessens the probability of her being in the next game. You know <sighs> what I mean? But you also can kill Liliana. <laughs> That's true. And she's here, so... <laughs> I would I, I I just I honestly would love to see Marjolaine again. <laughs> Me too. I want I want that I want that payoff. I want to see the ending of their story. Especially since Liliana's so high up now. Yeah. Just imagine Marjolaine trying to like come back into her life and cause havoc. 
I kind of want to see it as Marjolaine going way down. Like, oh. way, like she's like, now that Liliana's so high up, yeah. I want to see Marjolaine in like the squalor. <laughs> and like kind of see like a redemption in a way. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, there we go. She, Dorothea is a divine. Liliana wants the Grand Cleric to leave Kirkwall. It's not safe for her here. And we basically got to go back to the Chantry and deliver the warning for the Grand Cleric. Chantry! Look at that. Pretty. So pretty. It's corrupt, too. This Chantry's the bomb. (laughs) 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 Oh my god. (laughs) It's gonna be so fucked up if it happens. If it actually gets bombed, I'm curious what the fuck he put in here. I feel like he's actually put a bomb in here. Sister Athena, get the fuck out of Kirkwall now. What would you say to an exciting <laughs> I hear the Grand Cathedral's lovely this time of year. What? You were right. The Divine will be taking action against Kirkwall, though the sister didn't say what. You must take the holy relics from the Chantry and leave for safety. Sebastian, I'm surprised at you. Andraste would not thank me for saving a few dusty finger bones and my own skin at the cost of people's lives. You won't leave? I will not leave my job. She's too good. Would you let yourself die? There is no greater devotion than to lay one's life at the Maker's feet. There is no better death than to take the blow for another. Please reconsider. Sister Nightingale took a great risk to warn you. Don't be rash. Please, Your Grace. Sister Nightingale thinks there will be war. Then I must make peace. I am Grand Cleric. <laughs> Who would dare attack me? Shield <laughs> yourself. How is that? I will be your shield. You will come through this safely by the Maker's name. I swear it. Um. So that's that. Well, we got fifteen gold. At least we're rich. I don't know where the money came from, but... Uh, and we met Liliana! Yeah, but things are getting a little a little too serious now. Right? <laughs> uh, she's like, who would dare hurt me? Dun, dun, dun. Just look right at Andrews. <laughs> Sebastian Andrews is gonna have, like, a showdown. Yes. Thus ends another uh, <laughs> explosive, explosive <laughs> episode of uh, Enchantment. Here we go again. Lots of uh, political drama and uh, civil unrest. <laughs> yes, it's it's only gonna get worse from here, folks. Only. <laughs> it's it's gonna remain an interesting discussion point. Like like imagine like you end this game is like, and we just had a nice little debate. And we saw each other's viewpoints and came to a nice middle ground. What a great <laughs> ending to this game. The final boss is our own ignorance. <laughs> the biases we hold within us all. <laughs> People will be so fucking pissed off. <laughs> what kind of st- what, social what, justice bullshit? It is this. They probably already called us social justice bullshit. I, I, well, I don't know. I, well, I mean, I was around when this game was out, but I wasn't paying attention to it. 
I would love to see. I, well, I don't. The the shape of like the internet wasn't in that. I mean, context yet. when this came out, people were like, "Dragon Age Two's not good." It's like what? Well, that's what I've heard. But when before we played Dragon Age Two, I always was like, you even told me that some people didn't find this game good. Yeah, and here we are, like talking about real world, like political issues within the scope of this fantasy world, and people have the audacity to say it's a bad game. Like honestly, I love the story of Dragon Age Two so much more than Dragon Age Origins. <laughs> it's so personal and affecting. Exactly. Like Origins, as I've said many, many times before is your typical fantasy epic. Yeah. While Origins feels, I mean, uh, Dragon Age 2 feels so politically like, it's like a political thriller in a way. Yeah. And people say like, oh, well, your decisions don't have much of an impact in Dragon Age 2. It's like, what are you talking about? Like this whole game, we've had to choose between factions and things exactly. change based on it. And we made a choice that actively saved our sister's life that we spend the entire game with. Exactly. Like, what are you talking about? To me, I find Dragon Age 2 to be a very thrilling experience. It's a very thrilling. And now I'm scared of my boyfriend and his possible crimes. I feel like I'm afraid of the decisions more in this. Yes. Like it's so easy to make the right decision in Origins. Because all you really have to do is just say the right things. The hardest decision in Origins was like, well, there were hard decisions in Origins, like when we had to save Amaranthine versus mm -hmm. Vigil's Keep. Like stuff like that was hard. But I feel like most of it was like, like getting the werewolves and the elves to like both be happy. Like that wasn't hard. You yeah, know, stuff like that. Yeah. But with this, like, I feel like no matter what, it's always tragic. You just have to choose a side in the tragedy. <laughs> also, the tone of two feels more realistic than the okay. tone of origins. And it's I'll less tell fantastical, you why. I guess. Yeah, because, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Origins feels more fantastical because we have the lady of the forest and the werewolves. And yeah. we had to strip down naked to go through a temple. And you're going and through all the, like, the different areas. Like, let's go to where the elves live. Let's go to where the dwarves live. It's much more of, like, an exploration of a fantasy world. Yeah, well, this one's, like... This is like a fucking like gritty 1970s like <laughs> shithole city. Yeah, it's just like you're in just like a shitty going to shit and you still have all these races but they're all just living in one terrible system. <laughs> yes, and there's and there's like the government's terrible and everyone's suffering. Yeah, and, and the way they interact is not as they did in Origins where it's like we're all going to rally together and fight against this demonic force even though it's not and, literally demonic but you know really, what I mean. And really like the magic in this feels it feels more grounded uh-huh uh unlike the last game it's less it feels, apocalyptic it's less apocalyptic there was literally fucking talking trees in the last game <laughs> <laughs> who needed us to find his acorn exactly <laughs> anywho um we got do you have any rex fuck i always forget that we uh, have here i'll rex. find it i'll find it you I, can go first do you have a rec uh, I can think. I bought so many things, Brandon. Oh, I have a wreck. I have a wreck. What's it? Uh, let me just get the full name. So, recently, everyone, I purchased uh, Apple Pods, AirPods Pros. Oh, oh yeah, <gasps> yes. And as I do not like having the AirPods to just be like the case being naked. Uh huh. Uh, so. I bought a little, like, little cover thing for it. 
So this is, it's called like Coralago case for AirPods Pro. Uh-huh. And it's in the shape of a mushroom from Super Mario. Oh. And I love it. It's so cute. And it, it like, it makes me not like lose my AirPods. Cause like, it's so, it's already small enough, but this thing makes it like so ginormous. In yeah. My hand. So, and it's so brightly colored that like, you can't miss it. Uh-huh. So I love it. It's only $10.99. It's prime. So if you have AirPods Pro and you want a cute little like case for it, mm-hmm. I suggest the mushroom case. Perfect. I'm going to suggest um so recently off pokemoncenter.com, I bought like posters that correlate with all the Pokemon regions. Yes. So what I'm going to suggest is not that because that is not an Amazon. What I will suggest, however, is uh just like a four pack of frames. Oh, that's, that's good. Because <laughs> when I put up wall art, I like for it to be in a frame. I think it just, for lack of a better word, frames it well. Fuck you, Brandon. <laughs> um, so I'm going to suggest that. I have like here, uh, it's like a four pack of of uh, like eight by ten frames. And just, I, I think wall art looks nice on a wall if it's you framed. got You got all of them, right? Yeah, I got all eight regions. Yes, I love... Cause they're they're very nice prints. I uh I I like most of them. The only one I just do not like is the one for Gala region. You know what? It's doing its best. It doesn't have <laughs> any like a be- well. They could have used like the wild area, but instead they used like the castle with the eighth gym. Yeah. Yeah. And also a low a does it. It just seems like a like a Hawaiian travel poster. That's what it is. I mean, I know that's what it is. I love the poster for uh, Sinnoh. That one's beautiful. It is, of the mountain. Of the mount, it's so beautiful. But anyway, that's not my wreck. <laughs> the frames are my wreck. <laughs> the, the frames are a wreck. And you know what, I would I would recommend those as well. I have a lot of posters. Well, not a lot. I have posters in my room and I prefer them framed. It's nice. Especially some of them are uh, autographed, so it yeah. makes it even look more official. Um, but yes, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at EnchantmentCast. You can email mm-hmm. us at EnchantmentPodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Apple Podcasts at EnchantmentCast.com slash Apple, where you can rate and review us. You can go to EnchantmentCast.com slash Audible, where you can get a 30-month free trial with two free books. Ooh. Yes. You can visit EnchantmentCast.com slash Amazon to make any purchases that go to us for, uh, as Amazon affiliates, or you can go to our specific recommendations at enchantmentcast.com slash rex. You can go to Patreon, I'm just going to say, slash Patreon, where for $1 a month you can find found footage of us playing Dragon Age games, or $5 a month where you can find enchantmentcast-style video games. Um, We should get on the next one and, like, figure out, use that also as a way to, like, figure out how we're going to play games together with our current setup. Uh, We should definitely do that. It'll probably be like a PS4 game. Yeah, like something with good internet connectivity. Yeah. Let's play Ghost of Tsushima. (laughs) (laughs) We'll figure it out. We'll figure Um, it out, yeah. And uh, and Chomcast.com slash Discord, where you can uh, talk to us and other people who are fans of Dragon Age. And that's about it. Mm -hmm. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Things are going to get very... um, very, very fucking real very real up in Kirkwall but we're gonna make it fun and we're gonna have fun doing it <laughs> as always I'm Brandon and I'm Manny and thank you for listening to Enchantment 
And you know what? Enjoy the rest of your stay at Disney's Magic Kingdom. But do it with a mask and safely. Please. <laughs>